On today's show, we're going to preview the Mavericks preseason game against the dreaded Los wah, Angeles wah. Clippers. Tell us, We're going to tell you three things each that we want to see in this preseason game. We've been telling you stuff that we didn't like. Now we're going to tell you stuff we actually want to see and hope that it happens. Talk about it on today's Locked On Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Locked On Mavericks Podcast. Guess what day it is? And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member and coordinator for the Locked On Podcast Network. And joining me, as always, my co-host, contributor at Mavs.com, the Friday feline, the one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Game two. Let's go. Let's go. Mavs gonna um be undefeated in the in the preseason <laughs> but you know they're playing the they're playing the clippers tonight and i i wanted to bring this up to you so i know a lot of nba people listen to zach Lowe, bill simmons i did yes and they talked about rivalries in basketball right now and they talked about just you know there's nets bucks and all the top teams but mavs clippers was never mentioned and they mentioned my, Mavs Spurs as one that they're like, ah, oh, that was such a good rivalry for a long time, which is really true. That was, you know, it's been one of the storied rivalries, but now it's obviously not. Yeah. But, and, and I say this because some of you were like, oh, I don't know if that's it. They were like debating on like, what is the current next rivalry? I mean, they were even throwing out like Atlanta and Boston and like, you know, Phoenix and, you know, another thing. It's like we've played each other the past two years in the playoffs. There's, you know, seven game series, like all the, you know, the animosity in the series. I feel like if you had to pick one team right now, outside of all the history with the Spurs, the Clippers would be the quote unquote rival right now, right? For the Mavs, for sure. 100%. Yeah, for the Mavs. Yeah, that's def- that's def- that would definitely be theirs. I think some of the animosity has been taken out of it, right? When Montrezl Harrell was gone, like everybody remembers the Montrezl Harrell quote, uh, about about Luca, and if don't if you don't, you can look up just Luca and Montrezl Harrell on YouTube somewhere, and you'll find it. But 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 the, the he, but he's gone, and then Patrick, and then Patrick Beverly also is gone too, who, who added some animosity to it. Marcus Morris is still there. Other than that, I'm not sure that there's any more like bad blood between the two of them because the their stars are just so I mean <laughs> they're just so chill and they don't really get into it. I guess there's the the Kawhi PG. Marcus Morris like screaming yeah. at Maxi that you know picture that they made into a hoodie I guess I still think some of it's there even though I mean yeah I mean even though Pat Bev you know is kind of washed and moved on but it's you know <laughs> they're still at the core there <laughs> Thanks for making Lockdown Maps your first listen every single day. Remember, Lockdown Maps is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube at Lockdown Mavericks. Subscribe to the subscribe to the show, please. There's a bunch of you guys that are watching right now on YouTube. Thanks so much for discovering us. We're a five day a week daily Dallas Mavericks podcast. We've been going since 2017. Isaac and I have been covering the team since before that. We're credentialed media members. We are in the building. We're at least in the building, right? All the COVID restrictions uh, have changed a lot of stuff, but we're still getting in there. Uh, and so we will bring a, a show after every single regular season game and playoffs and five days a week all throughout the season. We went all throughout the off season too. At least one of us has been in the building for Mavs games for the past six seasons. Yeah, like true. you don't get that in every you know every Mavs. Yeah, part. and I was in I was part of all the zooms and stuff afterwards too. So, yeah. Uh, all right, let's get into what we're going to talk about today. Um, 
three things each that we want to see in the preseason game versus the Clippers. We, we've mentioned like, ah, oh, we didn't like that or blah, blah, blah. We're actually going to talk about things we want to see happen that would that would encourage us. Uh, you know, we talked about last night's game and there were some signs where you're like, ah, oh, I'm not super encouraged by that. What are the things that would encourage us? We'll talk about that. Um, but let's talk a couple of newsy things here about the about uh, stuff that happened in Mavericks land, I guess. One of the, I guess maybe the biggest thing that happened in Mavs land, Jason Kidd went on first take and he had a couple comments. Um, He was asked about the rift by Stephen A. Smith between Luca and KP. He was asked if that, if that was a real thing. And that's obviously the big story around the Mavericks. And Jason Kidd called it fake news. He said the, he said the words fake news. And then he went on to say there were some other things in the organization that were actually kept in house that were actual issues. And he said, but he was surprised they were kept in house and didn't get revealed. Is he talking about Bob, right? Like, like I, I kind of want to just nail this down. First of all, the fake news thing we'll, we'll mention in a minute, but the other riff, the other stuff that he mentioned, is he just talking about Haralba Bulgaris and all that? Because we know that stuff. Whoa. I don't know if anyone else has heard that, but your mic just did like a, like a pterodactyl screech in my ear. <laughs> Sorry. Um, you know, I think, <laughs> I think, there are some other factors from some people who are no longer there that probably played into that relationship. Do I think that all of uh, all of the tension that was there last year is purely um, affected by the people who are gone now? I don't. I don't think that. I, I still think some of it. I, I get really uncomfortable with the term fake news just because of how much. Uh, it was. It's been thrown out. It's and been. By, it's been weaponized, right? Like it's a. Ter- yeah, it's a yeah. term that's just been weaponized against anything you disagree with, right? And I, I don't know. But but if, but, if, but if and Jason I, but trying this. to do that. But exactly. But I, I get what I get. What kids doing? Like I would do this too. Like I would, you you yeah, downplay right. this. Like you you downplay it. And I mean, we can nitpick on the whole like terminology used to everything. But he's downplaying it right now because this is what they're doing. They're trying to make it work. Like. If if Rick didn't leave, we've talked all the time. Like, would KP even be on this team? Rick's gone. A lot of change happened, and now everyone is trying to collectively say we're gonna start a new chapter. Try to start a new chapter. This new team, KP's first healthy off season, and him and Luca. We've seen how you know much they've been laughing, enjoying you know playing together in one game. So we'll see. Like. Yeah. Yeah, that that's exactly what it is. Like we'll see. Yep, that's it, right? It's it seems to be the case with a lot of things with Jason Kidd. Uh do I think it's fake news? I think there are some frustrations between the two of them. I don't know if that constitutes a rift or constitutes them being mad at each other or whatever, but maybe there are some frustrations on the court and things like that. And there was a report that KP wanted out of of Dallas and wanted to get traded somewhere else. So that seems to be a rift between KP and somebody, right? <laughs> whether it be Luca, whether it be Rick, whether it be just the organization in general. So, yeah, to call it fake news again, the, the term has been weaponized. But to downplay it, that's what they're that's what they're saying right now. Um, all right, we got a bunch of news about the actual the preseason game coming up tonight. If you're listening to this on Friday, the starters will play: Luca, Tim Hardaway Jr., Dorian Finney-Smith, Kristaps Porzingis, and Dwight Powell will be the starters. And it was interesting. Callie Kaplan tweet, first tweeted this out. In the Mavericks game notes, it doesn't say probable starters anymore. It says actual starters. 
Oh, that's a little change from, from what we've seen in the past. Maybe it'll just be a preseason thing, but forever under Rick Carlisle, it just said probable starters, and it would just be the basically Mavs PR's guess on who's who's gonna be starting, and then somebody random, Courtney Lee or somebody, would just be thrust into the starting lineup. But it said actual starters. So and, and Rick was always, always, always protective. I remember sure. first starting covering the Mavs six years ago. And being the rookie in there asking Rick, like, hey, man, is uh, not that way, but like, coach, you know, <laughs> hey, is man. so-and-so going to start tonight and getting the classic Rick that you always see all the new reporters when they ask that question. You're like, oh, here it comes. Rick's gonna, Rick doesn't like that. And he winds up. He's like, you'll see when, you know, when they come out and right before tips. So it just looks like another thing that's going to be changed. Could be. Yeah, we'll, we'll see if that continues during the regular season or not. Uh, again, Luca and KP will only play in the first half in the game tonight. So if you're just watching for Luca, you only have to watch the first half, I guess, of this one. It's wild um, that they're like even saying that. That's, uh, that's what I'm that's saying. They're, they're revealing a bunch of stuff. I they, love so, it. I they love revealed this. that. I like the, the transparency, too. We know what we're getting ourselves into. Reggie Bullock and Maxi Kleba will be out of this game. And so they will they will be out for rest. There's really no, no other reason. Uh, and then... We talked about this after the game. Jalen Brunson will be named the emergency player. And we mentioned this, and it is, this is notable for the Mavericks because Trey Burke was the only player against the Jazz in the Mavericks' first preseason game that did not play. He got a DNPCD, so did not play coach's decision. And Jason Kidd afterwards said that it's because he was designated as the, the I guess, the lone survivor, right? <laughs> the, the emergency player. And so, and so if anybody was in foul trouble or got injured, then Trey Burke would have played in that game. And now Jalen Brunson is that player. Again, I've not heard of this term, and Jason Kidd is really sticking to it. Yeah, I mean, and the fact that the transparency is there, we know who's, who's going to be that player. So, And that it's not Trey Burke, and there's all the, con- there's all the, the, all the conspiracy theories that Trey Burke wasn't playing because he's not vaccinated and the Mavericks are trying to get rid of him and, and all that. If he plays... So a lot of that goes out the window. Could He's going to throw all the conspiracies off when Trey plays 20 minutes and, it's, and puts up 13 points. And we're like, wow. Okay. Say, what if he looks incredible? He drops like 30 in this game. <laughs> Bubble Burke. All right, coming up, let's tell you the three things that we each want to see in the preseason game against the Clippers tonight on Friday. We'll talk about that. And this has to has to deal with the rest of the preseason, too. So even if you're listening to this after the game, this goes for... You know, the rest of the rest of time, I guess, <laughs> the rest of the beginning of the season of eternity. But before we do, let me tell you about Sleeper. Sleeper is a new fantasy sports app that you are going to want to use because it evens the playing field. In 2018, the fantasy sports experts at Sleeper realized that fantasy basketball was broken. Games were being won and lost based on whose players had more scheduled games this week. It made no sense and required very little strategy. So in 2020, They changed their approach. Sleeper released a brand new way of playing fantasy basketball. It's called Game Pick. And in Game Pick, you only pick one game per player each week so that you know that every single player has the same amount of games. You're not running into, okay, well, I'm playing against a guy that has like five players playing four games in a week, and I'm just going to lose automatically because of the amount of games my team plays. So... Sleeper cracked the fantasy basketball code with their game pick. If you love fantasy football, if you prefer building out a weekly strategy versus daily busy work, you're going to love game picks. Download the Sleeper app and start a league with your friends today. You will not be disappointed. Again, the Sleeper fantasy basketball app. All right, Isaac Harris, let's get into some more about uh, preseason game coming up against the Clippers. Three things we want to see each. I'll start with my first one. We'll go back and forth. Maybe we'll have some similar. 
I want to see Porzingis hit like three or four shots in a row and get a rhythm. I just want to see Nick, something. Nick, why do you not like Porzingis? I want to see something positive <laughs> offensively from KP where it's just, and maybe it's hard for this to happen when Luka and, and KP are on the floor. In the first preseason game, they barely played without each other. Jason Kidd is really trying to push those two to play together a lot and get some rhythm in the preseason, which I understand that move. But I just want to see KP kind of take over. Just take over for you know, two minutes or something like that, where it's just, oh, dang, all of a sudden we see it's KP. And against this Clippers team, he should want to come out with some fire. He should want to, even if it's preseason, come out with a little bit of FU, right? Come out with, all right, I got to prove just a little bit, even just to show this team that I'm somebody and I can, you know, I'm a scorer. Yeah, I mean... I'm not just standing in the corner anymore, right? All that stuff that Jason Kidd's been talking about, that Rick Carlisle made him stand in the corner in the playoffs and all that. He should come out and want to be like, all right, I'm I'm different now. <laughs> different. I'm healthy. First healthy offseason, I'm going to drink again. Um, Yeah, I mean, I think seeing a confident KP out there hit some threes, hit some mid-range stuff. I mean, th- this will just go into, go into mind of what will the balance look like? You know, we, we talked about the balance of the outside shooting, the post batman. looks, mid-range looks, you know, trying to force it down to KP or Moses or someone. Like, how how will that look? Will it look the exact same this game? Or will they switch it up and try something totally different because they're trying out new lineups? Like, w- this is where the preseason comes into play of when guys, I mean, look, I mean, look what kids like testing out. Like, Maxi and you know, Reggie Bullock's out tonight, just, you know, taking the Jaylen night off. Jalen Brunson, so, essentially, too. Yeah, so, like, they're they're trying new things. Like, I think the last time I've seen, I mean, there's a ton of people that's sitting out for the Clippers tonight, too. Kawhi and pretty much all, I mean, obviously Kawhi's out. But, like, I think majority of um, the main players are out in this game, too. So, what just what does the offensive balance look like? Are they going to have four attempted three-pointers yeah, you know, at the end of the, what, you know, halfway through the second quarter. I, I don't know. And I'll just be curious on, that's just something I'm looking for. And can KP get going? Will they make it a point? Will they make it a point from the very beginning to try to get KP going? Like, will they just force it to him saying, all right, he's got to get some shots to go in? Uh, Zubats is questionable. Nick Batum will be out. Ibaka, Kawhi, and Marcus Morris will all be out due to rest. Okay, so, those so at are least players. get Paul so George. Seems like Paul George is going to play as of right Eric, now. We're, Eric we're, Bledsoe. <laughs> we're recording this at 10 p.m. Central Time on Thursday night. So, uh, yeah, I just want to see KP do well, right? Like we do get comments every once in a while that say, "Why do you guys hate KP?" And we don't hate KP. We We've been defending KP. We'll, we'll make jokes, but we'll t- we'll also say what we see and say, you know, okay, he's been struggling. He struggled that first game. And so now I want to see him succeed. I want to see him do well. I want to see him hit two threes in a row, hit a couple of those, you know, fadeaway jumpers that he does in the, the mid post. I want to see some of that in this game. Cause I just want to see uh, some light, right? Like just see yeah. some, uh, see some flash basically of, of KP. Yeah. Um, can I just go, I'll go into go my ahead, next yeah. one. Uh, I want to see the Dwight KP pairing on both ends. I want to see this is one of the things I'm looking for. Obviously, Dwight didn't play uh, in that in that first game. You know, kid mentioned what last week that you know, Dwight's going to be the starting five, KP being that starting four. If this is the starting front court to start the season, then we get our first you know look at that uh, in in the newer system. I was going to say first we, look at a at a lineup we've seen for years. It seems like <laughs> yes, but first look under you know this offense that Jason Kidd's been talking about and everything. So. You know, 
it kind of we joked about it on yesterday's podcast, but if you're not going to relegate Porzingis to just being a corner three point shooter or just standing on the outside, but you're also going to try to maximize Dwight at what he's best at, which he is one of the best rollers in the league, and they're going to be running that pick and roll like Dwight. Dwight Luca pick and roll with him rolling to the rim with KP and Tim and Dorian out on the wing. Like that's, that's the offensive set right there. <laughs> that's what they want to run, but they also want to get KP more involved offensively. So, and I want to see defensively too, you know, with Zubats yeah. out, they're probably going to go small and Ibaka out. They're going to go small. Can Dwight KP guard the perimeter or are we going to see the Clippers shoot, you know, 23 pointers with, 10 minutes to go in the second quarter. We joke about the KP Dwight lineup being one that, oh, we've seen it so much and all that. They played just under 500 minutes together in the first season with KP, which is not a ton. Like Porzingis played 1,200 minutes with Tim Hardaway Jr. that season. So it's not like they played together all the time. And then last year, Rick Carlisle just completely went away from that. They only played together 120 minutes. So it's... It's not like we've seen a ton, a ton of them. It's not like we've seen an entire season's worth. We saw 29 games in the first season with them, and then basically 14 games in the next, and in, in you know last season. So this is still a little bit of an experiment. If, if they continue to run two bigs, last year, which they are, they're really running that. Yeah, last year Dallas was 20th in the league in three point in opponent three point attempts per game at 30. 35 a game, a little over 35 a game. That means they're I'm, attempting the their teams are they're allowing teams to attempt the 20th most or flip it. No, no, no. Yeah, they're 10th, 10th. Yeah, so the, the teams yes, below them are allowing that. more, basically. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> just, I'm just trying sure. to figure out what the number means. <laughs> they're allowing a lot. Like, yeah, right. Yeah. So that I'm assuming that numbers <laughs> the numbers are going to go up probably They're, as long as they run the you know, these two big lineups and you have Moses Brown Dwight KP in the paint you know and they dare teams to shoot it's probably going to go up a little bit from 35 and we're probably going to see that against this Clippers team Reggie Jackson Luke Kennard maybe Eric Bledsoe definitely Paul George like even Terrence Mann like these guys are going to they're going to jack up a bunch of threes uh, the ones that are playing so it, we're definitely going to see that um Okay, uh, coming up, let's, let me get let's give you our other ones. Uh, the things that we want to see in the preseason game. We talked a lot about Chris Porzingis. We talked about KP and Dwight Powell. Let's give you a couple more things we want to see in the preseason going forward. One of them, Luca. There's something I got to see from Luca in the preseason game, and I'll tell you what that is coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about BetOnline.ag. It's the fastest and easiest way to put down some money on sports. You want to bet on NFL? You want to bet on the MLB playoffs? Go to betonline.ag. See the lines that are available right now. We have, let's check out your your Baltimore Ravens. Isaac is a huge Baltimore Ravens fan, if you guys didn't know that. They are a three-point favorite at home to the Chargers. Chargers. The Ravens are the, are the favorite. Should be the Colts. Are you sure? Oh, maybe I'm, maybe I'm uh, a week ahead. On Monday night? Colts. They are a seven-point favorite against the Colts at home. Yeah, I was a week ahead. Uh, over under is 45 and a half. If you're feeling the Baltimore mm. Ravens, they, they play pretty well in prime time. They're also playing at home. So if you're feeling that, if you're like it, if you're like Isaac, you want to put down some money on that, go to betonline.ag, use the promo code locked on. You'll get a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Again, promo code locked on. Also want to tell you about built bar. It's a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. And I'm telling you, I, I bought the churro puffs on the podcast yesterday as I was doing the live read. 
They're delicious. They're great. I had one today. This one Ooh. was the grasshopper cookie bar. Churro it was delicious. Puffs. And it was great. And I, I like them. I eat them every single day. The churro puff. They're available right now. 130 calories, 17 grams of protein, and 5 grams of sugar in a bar covered in 100% chocolate. Can't go wrong with them. They're great, especially if you're like us and you're on the go. Isaac going from day job to the arena, then back home to his kids. He's like, ah, I don't have time to just make myself something. I got to grab yep. a snack. Boom. Built Bar. Built right bars there for, days. for you. Get your Built Bars. We order them even though they gave us some for free. That says a lot. Go to BuiltBar.com or Built.com. Use the promo code LOCKED15. You'll get 15% off at BuiltBar.com. All right, Isaac Harris, let's finish up with the things that we want to see in preseason game number two. Uh, I'll throw one. I want to see a win. <laughs> I want to see a win against the Clippers. Oh, that's boring. It's really boring. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just throw that one in there as a bonus. That I, I want to see them win this game. I want to see the whole Mavericks team kind of take this one personally a little bit since it's against the Clippers. But but will they? I don't know. Maybe they'll just have fun with it. Uh, honestly... I couldn't. I mean, I didn't even look at the score really the whole game the other night against the Jazz. I know I didn't. Either. Yeah, I mean it. Yeah, win or lose, I I could care less in preseason. We're just looking at some matchups and some lineups and stuff. Okay, but but win for me is I want to see the Mavericks, their starting unit, come out and win those minutes because against the Jazz, even against the Jazz second and third string players, they sat seven of their top nine guys. The Mavericks offense did not like dominate a team like that. Mm-hmm. And that, that's one thing I want to see. I want to see them win those minutes and win coming out of the gate. And boom, we're going to just, we're going to offensively, we're going to come out of the gate swinging. We're going to put up like 40 points in the first quarter or something like that, or 35 points in the first quarter. That's something I want to see. Yeah, that'd be cool to see the offense just humming on all cylinders and, and all of that. And yeah, that'd be awesome to see. Because in the first game, it looked pretty tentative. Guys yeah. were like, all right, maybe I'll do this. Maybe I'll do this. It was weird. They had Moses Brown and Josh Green in there. So those guys were tentative. Moses Brown, I guess, is not tentative. but He was unsure of where he was supposed to be at times, trying to add new guys to the lineup. Tim Hardaway Jr. was like trying not to get in the way of KP and Luka at times. That's weird. I, I barely even remember Tim from the that, other night. I, that's, I'm, that's what I'm saying. He took eight <laughs> shots, and I was like, I remember two of them, I guess. It's maybe just the two that went in. Yeah. I'll tell you a, a player I want to see. I want to see Frank. And yeah, I want to see him on the floor. I want to see him. You know, he posted some on his Instagram of some inaction shots of him in practice. And I'm like, let's go. I want to see him play. And here's my thing. I know that I'm kind of like sticking my neck out for him here because he could play. (laughs) He could play tonight and just brick like three for three threes. And some people are going to be tweeting at me and be like, oh, this is the guy you want on the team. I hope he doesn't, but <laughs> you've you've got like instead of an instead of on Frank Frank Island, you're like in a Frank Bistro, you know, like you got your own you got your set up on the sh- on the corner like shop basically. I have a little pop up, got a little and- bistro, yeah, you got a little <laughs> pop up like cart. It's not like full on like no. I've built a house, but a little pop up. I'm committed for a little bit, and I just want to see him on the floor. I want to see how he plays. Yeah, Frank Nilakina should play in this game. He's not listed as somebody out, so he should be there. He was on the bench, you know, for the first game against the Jazz, even though he didn't play. He was out, we think, because of the a lingering illness that he took him out of practice last Thursday, kept him out of the game against the the Jazz. So we'll see if Frank Nilakina plays, but I would like to see that, right? I would like to see, and if Trey Burke's going to play, maybe maybe we see the pecking order now. We're still guessing on yeah. what what Rick Carlisle or what Jason. I, it's my first slip when I said Whoa. Rick Carlisle. I said Jason Kidd. That maybe maybe we're just 
you know, guessing and just trying to pull stuff out of thin air, like who he who he prefers over other guys right now in the rotation. We we speculated that maybe he has Willie Colley Stein ahead of Moses Brown because Moses Brown started and that was a leapfrog situation <laughs> with them. But maybe we know that Frank Nilakina is ahead of Trey Burke in the in the rotation, but maybe we have no idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and preseason, yeah, no, answering I, I all the questions. I don't think you can pull anything from like who starts over the next player and or no. plays over the player. No. Uh, there, there's kinda, a method to it. We just don't know what it is. I got I'm, one more. I'm kind of bummed that Bullock's not playing. I would love to see like Bullock guard Paul George and us all to get like hyped and be like, oh, let's go. Yeah. Like that's really cool to see him out there. Um, can and Josh- one, one of mine that I wanted to see, and I wrote this down before I, I read up on – uh, the game notes was that I wanted to see that lineup that we were talking about, the, the Luca, yeah. Tim Hardaway, Bullock, Dorian, KP lineup. I want to see that lineup, but you know, Bullock's going to be out, so we're not going to be able to see it. Yeah, kind of a bummer. Um, but you know what? It's the preseason. That's part of it. Yep. I want to see if Josh Green can kind of have a little bounce back game. He didn't, you know, he didn't play like absolutely horrible the other night, but he did I want some to see- stuff. Yeah, I, I want to see him out there. Can we get some minutes of him, you know, versus Paul George? Now's the time. Throw him against Paul George. Like, bring him in kind of quick and just say, hey, let's go out there and try to defend him. And that would be kind of fun to see. And just can he, yeah, can he have a little bounce back game? Another thing that I really want to see, I want to see Luca and KP connect on two really, really good plays, really good chemistry plays, because this has been the talk for almost a year now is, Oh, they're, they're just not the same. The first year, those two guys played together. And even in that series against the Clippers in the three games that Porzingis played, they were just really connected on plays. They really had some good chemistry. There was a rhythm to it. It almost felt like they were listening to the same song and they were, you know, they're just in sync basically. Uh, and then all of a sudden all that chemistry went bye, bye, bye. <laughs> I did that on accident. Uh, wow. and then, I, but I want to I want to see it come back. I want to see was them connect. Not on accident. I want to see that I, I ended it. I ended it on purpose, but it, it ended up getting there on accident. Uh, I just want to see them connect on two really really good chemistry plays, where all of a sudden it's a it's a pick and pop for KP, and then it's a give and go. It's you know uh, a couple of passes and passes, and then all of a sudden it's KP finishing an alley oop or something like that. I just want to see them connect on something like that because we've seen it before. It's been a year, but we've seen those guys connect really well on stuff like that. Yeah, and I mean, while I get super hyped about it and be like, oh, this... Yes, it's back. We'll see some tweet of, this league's not ready for this duo, and... They weren't! The league was not ready for the duo, and then everything last year... The Mavs weren't ready for it either. The Mavs weren't. (laughs) Everything just went downhill last year, it seems, but the Mavericks are still good enough to make the playoffs last year, even without it. Is there anything Carly Jones can do in this game to Mm. to make you really think about that roster spot? Like if he goes out and puts up in like another 15 or something like that, and we're like, dang, two big games for him. What if he hits like five threes, right? <laughs> He's probably going to play the entire fourth quarter again. And yeah, somebody tweeted at us today. I forgot the two players of the combination of who Amarui. <laughs> it <is>. was uh, <laughs> that Amarui looks like um, Raymond Felton. <laughs> It was Raymond Felton and Dejana Jop is the are the two players. He looks like a skinny Raymond Felton and a short Dejana. Uh, how is Dejana Jop? What a combination! <laughs> but he does though. That's what he looks like. He still to me looks like uh, Anthony Bennett. That's the type of player he is. <laughs> He's not like Eric Pascal looks like a little. Eric Pascal is a lot thicker than I thought he was on the Jazz. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. All right. There you go. That's the things we want to see in preseason. We will be, I will be at least at the game. And so we'll be excited to, to watch that and hang out there. Guys, thanks for making Lockdown Mavs your first listen every single day. We'll be back with you uh, possibly after the game, depending on how it goes. If there's something interesting, we'll do, we'll do a pod on the preseason weekends. We're not promising anything. Regular season weekends, we will promise you that oh, we will yeah. have a post game every That's single game. That's been going for five years, guys. We've been doing that forever. So, My guys, thanks so much. That too. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Maps. So, oh.